0: and welcome back to the Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And this week's episode is sponsored by Adapt Bar. So, if you guys are taking the bar this July with us, you definitely have to check out Adapt Bar. So, Adapt Bar is a supplement that you can use for bar studying. Actually, some people use just Adapt Bar, but we personally are going to be pairing it up with Barbary. So, Adapt Bar is known for their MBE questions. They're actual real questions that have been on bar exams before. And you can pinpoint what subject you wanna look at and really hone down on like what you need to practice. So we're looking forward to using Adaptabar bar this summer and we can't wait to, you know, share our experience.
1: Adaptabar bar has three different programs that you can purchase. You can purchase just the questions. You can purchase the questions and the video lectures or you can purchase the questions, the video lectures, and the online flashcards. You guys, Adaptabar has an app for your phone, an app for your iPad, an app for your computer, and you can use it anywhere you go all summer long. We cannot recommend this enough. Everyone who tells us they passed the bar the first time says, I used adapt So we are jumping on that train. So jump on with us and use code LWLS at checkout at westacademic.com
0: to get $30 off your order. Well, guys, we are officially graduating this week, as in on Sunday, but it's like this week. Um, so how are you feeling, Haley? Oh, you know... Happy,
1: happy, and sad at the same time <laughs> no i I'm definitely excited. I know we've had a countdown for fifteen days to be a lawyer for a while, and now i'm pretty sure we're getting close to a week out, like you just said, and i'm super excited. I know that you said we graduate on Sunday, yes, our graduation ceremony is on a Sunday. And yeah, I'm sure you guys will see us talk about it on Instagram and everything like that, but the real work begins the Monday after. We plan on starting to study for the bar Monday the 16th, the day after graduation. So we've had finals these past few weeks and I've just been trying to lay low. I know A few days ago, I just laid on the couch all day and watched Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, battle it out in the courtroom. True trash TV (laughs) for us law students. But, um, yeah, I'm just feeling like, you know, this really isn't the end in my mind. This is just a stepping stone to get to the true end. But it is nice to know that I won't have to go to class anymore and I won't have to take any more of these damn law school finals. I'm excited to, you know, I think for the bar exam, I think more of like, OK, this is my chance to really show off my knowledge and what I've learned. But for a final exams, you don't really know how they're going to grade. You don't really know exactly what they're looking for. And I'm just happy to be done with all of that and not have to sign up for classes anymore. What about
0: you? I am equally as excited to never, we'll never say never, have class again, because we're going to have to be taking CLEs starting, like, in October. But I am excited. It's a little sad. I, not, like, sad, but it's, um, I feel like these past three years have just blown by. Mm -hmm. They've, um, so much growth and change and just, I think we've all really grown up in these past three years. Um. And it's cool to see how much like knowledge we've learned. And I don't want to say like, oh, how smart we are now, you know, (laughs) but like, you know, the things we know, um, I was looking, I was telling Haley, I pulled out my contracts binder from 1L yesterday because there was, I remember that in, I don't know if it was in the syllabus or in the textbook or like a paper he gave back to us, but it was like 10 things or 12 things that law students, like you know, must do or not do in law school. And one of them was do not date your peers. I didn't listen to that clearly this past week. I got engaged to my law school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you know, I was trying to look for that specific thing. I couldn't find it, but then I pulled out this packet that he gave us, our contracts professor, and it was pictures of all the section one people. And I was like, oh my gosh, everyone looks like such a baby. Number one. Number two, like, what the heck? Like, we're graduating already? Like, this is not that long ago. Um, And it's just, I don't know. I was reminiscing on my first year. And I don't know. I'm excited that it's over, but sad kind of too.
1: No, absolutely. I think that uh, lots of graduations feel like that. And I know that many of you guys are straight throughers and it's about to be your first time to, you know, truly work the eight to five. Excuse me. And I was thinking the other day, I was telling someone, you know, you don't really know what the eight to five life feels like until you do an entire year at that work. And what I mean by that is, you know, you're like, okay, how is it during fall? When's our slow time? What's Christmas like? What's 4th of July like? You know, when do people travel here? You just kind of learn all these ins and outs that you, you know, when you're in college, when you're in professional school, when you're in school in general, you just don't really think about. And, you know, most of us just work during the summertime, which is just a tiny portion of the year when you think about it. So I know that was something that I really... uh, acknowledge and realize as i started working for the first time so i'm excited to see that in the law realm and see you know when's the slow period and i've heard many times like depending on what kind of work Mm -hmm. you do you know mergers and acquisitions it's it's december is the hit it hard because they want to get it before the year but in other places it might just be based on your case you know so I'm sure that you will see a lot of different things as you start your first year out, you know, and you kind of um, get that first taste of monotony where you're just kind of going to work every day and you come home and you, you, you have to do a little inward looking of like, what do I want to do for myself? You know, I don't have as much on my plate or I don't have as many people telling me I need to be here. So that freedom that you have is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. And just to be able to enjoy myself and, you know, work and come home and not have to do homework. I mean, that is probably one of the things I'm most looking forward to. And that is for anybody graduating, whether you're graduating from undergrad, high school, um, you know, even professional school, when you go out and work, there's not a lot of homework to do. So that's a huge positive. And I know when I was graduating undergrad, that was something I look forward to. And that is the same way here, I know. So what I know we talked about 3L and I mean, that feels like a lifetime ago, like what we thought 3L would be like fall and spring. But uh, if you can remember any of that, do you you know think it kind of panned out the way you thought? Did you think that, what do you think about this
0: year in general? We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible.
1: Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers,
0: nonfiction, autobiographies,
1: and mysteries.
0: And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime.
1: Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Absolutely. The twists and turns and never lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday. And even when I'm on my daily walks, it's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go.
1: And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management.
0: What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So
1: if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer.
0: I think this year, um, a lot of it was focused on like figuring out what I'm going to do after this year. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like not living in the moment. Yeah. A lot of forward thinking, planning ahead. But I think that's just like the nature of 3L. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, I got to work a lot this year. And I really do think that my practical knowledge, like, I'm so thankful that I did work a lot this year. Y'all, she's it, psycho fast.
1: I'm just going to say it. Like she's gotten so fast. Like she reads really freaking fast. And it's it's troublesome for me because then she's like already done. And I'm like, I'm hurrying, I'm trying, I'm trying. You know, we're like reading, working on bar stuff together. So I think that eight to five got you in a rhythm of like, th- this is what I'm going to do. This is, this is my routine. You're a very rhythmic person. So I think you working all those hours like absolutely paid off for you and has just sharpened those skills to where, I mean that's why you've gotten so vast is because you can you know you dive in you know where to go first, you just lean into that, and I think that that's admirable because I think so many of us you know question ourselves i'm sure I know you've questioned yourself, and I'm telling you now like you're doing a great job and you're very quick about it and understanding and you know uh quick learning of the law I think is also something that as a three l <laughs> You learn, like, okay, actually, I kind of do know where to look and how to learn a
0: new subject or facet or whatever. And just as you're saying that, it is, you know, when you're working, and especially if you're going to be, like, at a, let's say, a civil firm that does a little bit of everything or, you know, a handful of stuff... As a law clerk, you're likely going to dip your toes into lots of different type of law, and there's been times where I have to learn like an entire new kind of law in like a day to write like a memo about a very specific issue that I've never even heard of in my life. But I think being able to do that has helped me in school (laughs) too, Mm -hmm. because I can learn like all like we learned all of family law in like two days. You know, like Mm -hmm. we can do it now. So I do think that it's just. I think working has made me more confident as, like, a future lawyer, right? Like, Absolutely. I feel confident that this is what I can do after graduation. It's not scary. It's, like, I already know kind of what it's, in air quotations, like, what it's going to be like. But do I really? I don't know, you know? Yeah. But I have a taste. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy. This past year has been a lot of just craziness. It's been very busy, you know? They, mm-hmm. it's, it wasn't boring for me, at least. My 3L <laughs> was not boring. Um, but I also think we definitely took it into our own hands and, like, made it what we wanted it to be, because, like, we didn't have to intern anywhere. We didn't have to work, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Haley and I definitely try to use our time wisely. And, you know, Haley was interning at the EEOC and still doing stuff, you know? And it's, like, we could just do school and it could be really boring. But um, just like Bev Myers said, like, you don't have to make it boring. And, you know, if anything, if you're listening to this and you're going to go to 3L, find something to do that year, you know, whether it's an internship or a hobby and spend your time doing something you like. Absolutely. I mean, because
1: as you advance throughout 3 L. I'll just say how I felt and something that really loomed on me. As you advance through 3L, the bar exam gets closer and closer. And I quit my job from last summer with the intention to go back to Texas and study really hard so that I could get a very high score practice anywhere I wanted, including Texas and Oklahoma. Um, with that being said, I learned a lot about myself this year, just how... Uh, self discipline i am not <laughs> and time management and just you know Samantha can work really well at home if i stay at home for too long and too many days i can't, i i won't work and i just learned that about myself because i was working from home all sem- all semester this past spring And, um, even in the fall, I realized that like, gosh, I have so much free time on my hands. If I stay at home, then I, I won't do anything with it. If I go to the school, I'm a little more productive. And it was one of those things too, where I was a little jealous of you having that the firm to go to when I had, I was like, where the hell am I going to go? And then I was just like, dude, you pay thousands of dollars, go home to the school. So I would go in there, sit in the library, do some work for a few hours. And it just made me feel so much more productive. And I just learned that about myself. Right. And I think that that told me a lot about what my summer for bar studies is going to be like, you know, I'm not going to be able to study at home every day. I'm gonna have to change it up. I'm going to have to get out, you know, do those unconventional things that work for me. And uh, yeah, I just, I learned a lot too about what it would feel like to be a work from home lawyer, you know, and how maybe I'm not, that's not really what I'm ready for. You know, I want that camaraderie and those people around me to talk to and, you know, spit ideas with and everything. Um, Because it, 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 there was a point when I was working for the EEOC where I was just really nervous and scared, like, am I doing this right? Am I going in the right direction? And um I just remember having to really focus on my mindset and, you know, visualize myself writing this memo and getting it done and not letting that mental block get in my way. And I did it. And I think that that is something, like I said, that I learned and it took me an entire year. And there was a point in the fall, I was, I was, I was pretty depressed. And I think, cause I just didn't feel camaraderie. I didn't feel like I had anyone I could really like be with and things like that. And, um, yeah, just working through that as as a young adult was something that I learned and that I did not expect or see for myself. You know, having to figure out, and I, I think it's something that uh, you just like you said at the beginning: lots of growth, lots of learning about yourself. Um, there's no one else to blame but you, so you have to take a long, hard look in the mirror and figure out, okay, what works best for me, and no bullshit. Like, don't, don't lie, lie to me. yourself. <laughs> You're about to say that, <laughs> yeah, don't lie to yourself, and
0: get the F out of the house if that's not what's good for you, you know? Yes. And also like good thing that you realize you might not want to like work from home permanently, you know, because that's a big thing. A lot of people right now are like quitting their jobs and getting remote work. And it might not be for everybody. Like, you know, some people really like remote work, but then there's people like me and Haley that like, I kind of like an environment that I can go to and like, you know, people to talk to and, and as a baby lawyer, I feel like it just gives us more – we just
1: need that. I, I don't, Guidance. Yeah. And it's just that those conversations, those are just things you can't get when you're not in the office. And, you know, I definitely can see us, and I definitely see people who, you know, practice for 10, 5, 10 years and then go out and do their remote work. Yeah, because they're just writing these briefs and they're hitting the ground running every time, the same thing, you know, but – for us, especially like you were describing, being a you know a clerk, future associate, you're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. You're going to be learning all kinds of law, and it wouldn't it just be nice to be to like, hey, Ted, you know uh, what this is? And he's like, yeah, come over here, sit down, and let me tell you about water law, you know, because I feel like you just get in these weird realms where you're like, and and I'm letting you guys know right now, you're always going to get the weird issues. You're always going to get the issues where they research their butts off, can't find it. And it's because you're the fresh eyes, the new eyes. (laughs) Most of the time, you know how to work Westlaw and Lexis better than them. So they're, they're going to ask you those things, but it's, you know, and I asked someone the other day, like, how do I make sure that, uh, I know what I'm researching and stuff. And it's like, make sure you're asking the right questions to, to the partner and things. And like, that's difficult when you're in text and email and you're kind of like, Oh, Hey, you know, and they don't get back to you for three days or something. Right. So I think that uh, as a young associate, a lot of people, you know, are nervous and scared, but also like, that's a good, it's a good thing to be in the office. It's a good thing to be around people who you might not know that well, Um, because also that's a part of being in a work environment. And I think that that's something that I also learned as a young person going out and working that these people you're around like a lot and they become kind of your family. And that kind of, I just remember there, there are people still to this day that I worked with when I worked back in Dallas that I find very good friends and confide and trust in. And, That doesn't go away. Those relationships don't go away just because you don't work there anymore. They don't, you know. You might meet some friends, you might meet some enemies, but you will definitely make a lot of relationships. So I think that's something I'm really excited for about getting down and working again and um everything like that. Because there's a part of me I was thinking, like, dang, I I love when you can just go to the school and there's a bunch of people and you're like, hey, hey, you know. Um, it definitely won't be like that. There won't be as many people like that, but you know, over time you will find the doorman or the, the male lady in these people that you make these relationships with. And, and probably one of the weirder things that's going to happen is all these people around you aren't going to be lawyers like they are at school. They're not going to understand what the hell you're talking about. They're definitely going to be, I was just telling Samantha this they're definitely going to be telling you stuff you already know, <laughs> and how do you handle that? Right? Are you like, yeah, I know? Are you like, oh, um, thank you, Cindy, for <laughs> telling me
0: that, Cindy? <laughs> you
1: know, just, uh, it, you just—you got to be cognizant of that stuff. And I mean, of course, everyone has a bad day. Everyone jumps down someone's throat every once in a while. I get it, but it's it, you're you're gonna you're gonna see that kind of stuff, and. Uh, I always wish someone would have told me that. I always wish someone would be like, hey, these are some things that you might just like think about that you might not have ever thought about before. So that's the reason I'm sharing this stuff with you guys. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm your mom I'm on your soapbox or whatever. But like I said, I always wish someone would have told me this stuff.
0: You know what? I wish someone would have told me. What? Actually, they did. It's called Use Barcast Audio. So Barcast Audio, we've been partnering with them since we first started the podcast, basically. And we are going to be using Barcast Audio this summer while we study for the bar. So what is Barcast Audio? They are podcast-like audio lessons, and they have all the MBE subjects and the MEE subjects. So you can just pop in your headphones, go on a walk, listen to everything about torts, and even get quizzed so you don't feel like you're wasting your time.
1: Yes. So get on over to our sponsor, BarCastAudio.com and use the code LADIES to get 10% off your order. You can use this code on the MEE package, the MBE package. For our people out there who are not taking the bar exam this summer, this ad is still for you. If you're planning on going to law school in the fall, guys, get this. You can start listening now and learning about contracts and torts. And yeah, you're not going to know what the hell's going on, but it, trust me, it it will pay off when you hear it three or four times in class in the fall. So get on over there and get you some barcast
0: audio. Well, since we're talking about the bar, we should maybe I guess break down specifically how we're gonna do this. Go for it. So we um, we have chosen. We've probably talked about this before, but just you know to reiterate because people ask all the time, like, what are you using to study? Mm-hmm. Um, we will be using Barbry we will also be using adaptabar which you know we you guys have heard of them and we will also be using the critical pass cards which um is owned by West Academic which are the same people that own adaptabar so you know we we know who we like you know like we've been using these study aids in West Academic from the very beginning of our law school careers because yeah. our school has a subscription to the study aids so we're very familiar mm-hmm. with it and um We have used Barbary since our first year year or two. Their Mm -hmm. outlines, um, their 1L subjects and 2L subjects and 3L subjects. I've watched like every video for every class that I've been in. So we trust Barbary. We like Barbary. And basically what Barbary does is they make you put in like your test date, the dates that you don't want to study, which we're going to be taking off Sundays, Saturdays, Sundays, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It it depends. It like, it'll get more stringent as we go.
1: Yeah. There's a personalized study plan um, that I think you're describing. And basically it allows you to enter into Barbary like, okay, my birthday is June 24th. I'm taking off this day. So it recalculates the amount of time that you need to study like the rest of the days, you know? So I know you had said like, I'm going to study, you know, every 6 days a week, take off Sundays or whatever. But if you're like, "Hey, I want to, you know, start with my 6 hours at first and move to 8 hours and then get to 10 hours as you go along." You know, it, you don't even have to tell it that. It will just start to calculate that on its own on its own. that's like it's a person or something, but it'll calculate it on its own and but it's nice because then it, you you kind of look at it and you're like, "Okay, I'm going to study this many days most likely and I only have to study 5 hours a day?" Like that's crazy. So um, I know I had a question too about like the personal study plan. I was like, "Well, what does it look like? Does it prompt you?" You know, and it does prompt you. It'll say like, "Hey, Haley, hey, Samantha, you need to do these five videos." And yeah, while that might only take you five hours, you know, then you supplement, adapt a bar, and critical pass, and maybe doing some essay work with a friend and things like that that get you to eight hours a day, right? So, I I think that like you said supplements like bar Critical Pass, um, even some MBE books that you can do like practice questions are all really good ways to complement Barbie
0: <laughs>
1: excuse me, Barbie's study plan that they give you. Um because it, it it definitely goes off, you know, and there's this thing called Isaac in it that helps you know, gauge what subjects you understand versus what subjects you're not that good at. And it tells you all of that, which I think is super helpful because you can be like, hey, uh, I don't really know this part of contracts. Like I need to dive into this deeper and spend that extra time that day learning a little bit more about certain areas, especially at the beginning, guys, because um, obviously we haven't done this yet. But what I've heard is that, you know, the the beginning of bar studies, you're learning the, the The topics, you know, you have a week of torts, a week of contracts, maybe not even that long. But then around June, it's like go time, practice time, uh, testing time. And I think that, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see how it goes. And just, you know, we can talk about it here all day about what it's going to be like and what our plan is. But I'm really interested to see like how we carry it out, what it looks like, and all that. You want to tell them about what we're going to do this summer?
0: Yes. But before we do that, I just want to make it clear, we are not sponsored by Barbary. Yep. Um, so this is all our personal, like they're not paying us to say any of this. Yep. Um, we genuinely really do like Barbary. But the one thing I will say, the thing that really made us um, want to use Adaptive bar was the fact that they have the real questions mm-hmm. and Barbary doesn't, they don't have like the NCBE questions right they make up their own but yes they're just like the mbe ones but personally when i did um i did a few practice questions on adaptabar and you know we've been doing practice questions on barbary since you know the beginning yeah um and i do like the adaptabar questions Mm -hmm. you know so that's one thing to also think about you know you don't have to like just because you use barbary doesn't necessarily mean you have to use like every single thing that they're giving to you you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Absolutely. And that's a great point because, you know, you're
1: just, it is a little different. You don't want to think like, oh, I've been practicing these questions the whole time. This is what I should expect when maybe it isn't. So, great point to add. So, guys, this is our last episode of season three. As we said at the beginning, we're graduating here this week. So, And we're ending our 3L year. You might be wondering, hey, are you guys coming back? Hey, are you guys going to talk and put out podcasts during the summer? Well, we're going to answer your question. We aren't going to put out any podcasts this summer. Guys, this will be the longest break we've ever done. And for good cause, if Mm -hmm. I do say so myself... But we are not going to be dark. We're going to still be on social. And we're still going to be posting and talking. I'm sure we will post and do stuff during the summer. Like It's not like all your time is spent doing the bar. But we won't be uh, putting out any episodes just because that's a huge undertaking on our part. And I'm sure you guys get that. But we came up with a little idea. So we are going to do a series that we will post after we take the bar, where we talk at different points during our bar studies. Um, We've come up with a little series of questions that we're going to ask every time. And, you know, kind of like, where are you? How are you feeling? (laughs) And I almost imagine, uh, and many people say this, that throughout the summer, you really change, (laughs) you know, at the beginning, I'm sure you're super hopeful. And then in the middle, you're like, what the hell am I doing? And then at the end, you're like, let's go, you know, and I don't know how it'll be for us, but we're going to do those little segments and then put it all together at the end. For us, for you, for anybody who's like, guys, what's the bar exam really like? I mean, like I said, I always wish someone would have just told me, like, this is what you're going to do. This is what what you might feel like in these moments, you know? So we will be back in the fall for season four, and we are so excited. And as always, you know, we want to know what lawyers you're looking up to and what lady lawyers we need to get on the show. So don't be afraid to shoot us an email, a DM this summer, and let us know. Um, but yeah, we are so excited to move into the next stage. I know we've told you this before, but when you graduate law school, you're a lawyer. When you pass the bar, you're, you are an attorney and we are becoming lawyers in just a few days. And then this summer we will become attorneys. So we want to, to be transparent with you guys. We want to tell you guys everything. I mean, that's what this is for, right? So we um, are excited about that. I'm a little nervous. I'm going to like cry (laughs) a lot. But you know, I just, like I said, transparency is key.
0: And I've also heard that um, journaling during the bar is like the best thing you can do. Mm -hmm. So you can like go back and see how you lived because it's like a blur. Um, So I think it'll be just good to journal it. But yeah, I'm really excited To um, I can't wait to I like I said we have no idea how this is going to go because like we could be bawling crying really happy pissed off like I don't know like you'll see (laughs) stay tuned yeah that'll be your trash TV when you get back you know what I mean like yeah um so yeah we're very excited and like Haley said we're not disappearing but we will cut back obviously for bar reasons also like Haley said DM us your favorite lady lawyers our intern will be. Checking our emails and DMs, and you know, it'll get seen. So don't hesitate to reach out.
1: Yeah. And we're already setting up interviews for season four. And you know, also as we grow and we grow this podcast with you guys, like we have for the past two almost three years, you know, let us know what you want to hear because. As we leave law school and go into being lady lawyers, you know, a lot of our content might change more to like what it's like to be an associate and things like that. But obviously, the main thing we talk about is going to law school and becoming a lawyer. So... You know, as we get old, sadly, we're going to need you guys to help keep us young and tell us, like, hey, guys, they're doing this
0: now. Like, we got to talk about it. So, Yeah, you guys need to be, like, listed girls. You've been gone all summer, and there's, like, this new law talk person. <laughs> we want to know all the dates, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, to
1: just wrap it up, what would you say, Samantha, is something that you wish you would have known about law school before? And would probably, you know, what what would be your piece of advice that you give to everybody? You know, I wish someone would have told me this.
0: I wish someone would have told me to relax a little bit more. I think when I came to law school, um, it's just really hyped up to be like competitive and cutthroat. And you definitely feel that, you know, your first semester and your first year. But I would just tell my younger self um to relax like it's going to be okay. If you relax, you'll likely do better. You know what I mean? But also like I would tell myself to get medicated just because I think that helped a lot with my anxiety. Yeah. But then again, I hadn't dealt with anxiety pretty I, as at least I didn't think I did mm-hmm. before I came to law school. So I would just be like relax. If you need to get medicated, get medicated and like it will work out like it needs to.
1: Yeah, and I feel like maybe two out on what you're saying is like open-minded to suggestions of like, and, and, you know, don't listen to all the negative stuff,
0: just kind of relax and just, you'll, you can do this, you can do this. And, you know, that's a big reason why we started this podcast is because there is a, and you've heard us say it before, there's a lot of negativity out there, you know, when it comes to law school. And that's what I was exposed to before I went to law school. So I did go into it thinking it was the scariest experience of my life. Mm -hmm. And like the, most horrible time of my life. You know, I thought I was walking into, like, hell for the next three years. Yeah. But it's not like that. You know, you get to choose your law school experience, and you can either choose to make it hell, or you can choose to make it whatever you want it to be.
1: Choose to make it happy. No, totally. I, I think, for me, one of the things that I wish I would have known before I went to law school was, I mean, honestly, there's a shit ton of things, right? But I think, you know giving yourself grace, I like the relax, but also I think that there's this part of you, which I've said, and it just hit me, you guys, like this, this is the tea. Here it is. Okay. When you are studying the LSAT, okay, it's probably one of the harder things you've done thus far. Am I right? Yes, I am right. And the reason is, is because if it was easy, everyone would do it. Okay. So remember that, but then sit down and tell yourself, okay, yeah, this is hard, but I can rise to the occasion. Okay. I had so much impending doom when it came to the bar exam until someone finally just told me like, Haley, if you think you're going to fall and slip when you're skiing down the mountain the entire time, you're going to do it. You're going to fall. You're going to slip. You're going to mess up your cold call. And I think that there's just knowing that there you have power in your experience. You have say and control in your experience in the LSAT, in law school, and taking the bar exam. And every single one of those steps, you have to rise to the occasion. This is another version of yourself. It's a better version of yourself. And again, if it was easy, everyone could everyone could and would do that but they can't guys and that's why whenever you're doing these hard things and it's hurting and you're pushing and it's uncomfortable welcome to the ball game this is where it's at this is where lawyers and badasses are made are in these three years are in the year that it took you to study for the LSAT in the three years it takes you to law school in the summer that it takes you to pass the bar or maybe a few more times right like It's all about your mindset. And to know and to believe that you have power to change your life and to make it what you want is the best advice I ever got. I never thought of it like that. And I've been driving this into people's head now like a psychopath because it's so true. And I truly believe that all of you guys out there can do great things if you just believe I know that sounds like so like, uh, Zodiac, can I calculate with the stars? But I'm serious. I'll say this, and I've said it many times. Your brain does not know the difference between the memories that you made up and the memories that are true. So, if you sit there and you visualize yourself going to law school and you visualize yourself the first day and you look super fly and you're sitting there and you're confident and you're smiling and you're telling this teacher, Yes, I know what this is, you're gonna do it. It's inevitable, you guys. But if you sit there and think, Oh my God, I'm so scared. Oh my God, it's gonna be so competitive. Both of us thought those. This is gonna be three years of hell. That mentality will not serve you. If anything, it makes it dark, deep, and depressing, and it will honestly be hell on earth. And I think as soon as I shifted my mindset about the bar, I wished, damn, you know? Oh, how helpful would this have been if I did this during the LSAT? And I realized, you know, I had some control over the way I feel and the way I do things. So that is my piece of advice. It's a little long, it's a little crazy, but you can do it. You know, visualization and manifestation are real. I know some people probably disagree and people don't want to close their eyes and sit there for 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds. Imagine yourself becoming what you want to be. And then in that moment, imagine how you feel about it. Imagine the pride and the excitement that you feel and the feelings of, positive vibes that you get from doing the things that you set your mind to. And guys, I mean, you're just going to be unstoppable. And I'm so, so excited for us to take on this bar exam with this mentality and for all of you guys to take on the rest of your law school career and the rest of your legal journey with this mindset. Trust me, Buy in, drink the Kool-Aid. I promise you'll appreciate it.
0: Claps for that. I'm gonna have to go back and cut that out and put it on the Insta <laughs> for sure. And that was like very inspirational. I had chills. <laughs> so on that note, if you guys want more inspiration this summer, while well, you won't hear our lovely voices. I mean, actually you should go listen to like every episode you haven't listened to. Don't worry, Kate will be posting those. Um so yeah, we're excited to see you guys again. And Follow us on Instagram for motivation because it's always there. Mm-hmm. And buy some merch, LSAT merch, Bar Exam merch, all the merch. Mm-hmm. And we'll have some codes this summer. So like, Avi, follow on us lookout. on Instagram. Yeah. So And, oh, Facebook group, you'll only be accepted if you answer all the questions. Yep. La- and This is the last time I'm saying that until the whole summer. So if you don't hear it now, I'm sorry. You might not be in the group. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's getting big. It's getting wild in there. And we need you guys to make sure you're civil and commit to being civil. So like she said, answer all the questions. And as always, guys, we love you. We believe in you. We know that you guys believe in us. And let's go out there and manifest this shit and take on the world as lady lawyers that we are. And lawyers, even if you're not a lady, we still love you. And we will talk to you guys again next season. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.